tune in, tune in, tune in, This weekend car audio, audio. Tune in, tune in, What we talking about, bass? Talking about chips, talking about rings. You ain't got them, zip your lip. You got a problem you ever found? Check your grounds. This show about to start. Start. Tune in, tune in, tune in, tune in, tune in, tune in. Welcome to This Week in Car Audio with your host, Doug Stockton, uh, co-host, internet sensation and movie star, <laughs> Jeffrey Fernandez. What's hey, up, Jeff? Hey, what's going on? Nothing much. Um, our, I am going to edit my post right now. For some reason, it says Jeffrey uh some ago customs or something right yeah but it should say this uh so talk uh did you have your show this weekend yeah yeah so tell us um, about your show while i'm taking care of this uh we actually had to move it from saturday to sunday because of the weather like man this texas weather i don't know like when i moved out here I wasn't expecting all these ice storms and, you know, freezing weather and sleet and snow. So we had to move it from Saturday to Sunday, which uh, kind of hurt attendance a little bit, um, but it wasn't too bad. We still had, you know, the diehards still come out. Um, it, was, mm -hmm. it was a lot of fun. Yeah, a lot of good competition. Um, I don't know if we can go over it, all, you know, all right now, but uh, <laughs> yeah, just a lot of action uh, that those uh, that base race, man, these guys are getting good. They are, huh? Yeah, we're seeing ties. We're seeing perfect 129.9s, you know? There we go. That's a great thing. <laughs> um, yeah, something's up with my uh, thing. I'm going to have to log out, log back in for the next time we stream uh, because something's not showing up right on my YouTube side, so I can't see the chat on YouTube. Um, actually, you know what? I am going to go to the YouTube here and I'm going to open up that chat um, just so I can see the people that are. Yeah, there, we go. there we go. Yeah, it says there's two people watching on there and I'm not <laughs> seeing them on my Facebook. So anyway. All right. Uh, also, so our guest this week is Chris Kyle, Mr. 15 Hertz. How's it going, Chris? I'm doing OK. How are you guys? We's good, son. We's good. <laughs> um, uh, so now uh, you were suggested to us by Andy Tusher. Mr. Mm -hmm. 15 Hertz. Oops. How's it going, Chris? Can you guys hear that? Okay. How are you guys? Oh, no. uh, you were suggested. There we go. That was a little loud. Can you guys hear that? Okay. How are you guys? There we go. I had to delete it. Oh, there we go. Now I can see the YouTube or I can see everybody's chat. Awesome. All right. So, uh, Chris, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, who you are, what you do, all that stuff. Yeah, just a just a car head, car audio, bass head guy. You know, um, mm -hmm. got into it uh, probably three or four years ago, and uh, I got really big into it like right away. So, uh, just I never really was big into uh, competing too much, but uh, the demos and the, the lows and the low frequency stuff uh, always caught my attention. So that's what I build for. Okay. Um, so I, I do do some cyclone stuff, uh, some runs here and there, but uh, mostly I go to demo and have fun. All right. Uh, do you have any of the scores from your cyclone runs? Um, offhand, the last run I did, I was like 158 something at 20 hertz. Wow. Oh, that's, that's a great number. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, it's it's not uh, we we lost an amp on that run, but uh, yeah. So we can I think if I run it again this year, I'm I'm aiming for a high fifty nine uh, for a minute. So okay, yeah, that full minute. I mean, not a lot of people can hang with that full minute. Yeah, the, the subwoofers are fine. I mean, they're great subs. I got uh, Jones Subwoofer Solutions uh, six hundred ounce twenty ones, and they just never get hot. So the only problem I have is uh, the amps getting hot. Um, but I think we've solved that, so I think we're good. I, I don't know. 
we'll see how it goes this year. How'd you solve it? What's the uh, um, what's the answer? What's, what's the, the secret? secret? <laughs> um, how do you keep them cool? Um, <laughs> well, they're tear amps, so they don't get too hot. I mean, that's kind of a you know um, conundrum. Like people say, tar amps run hot, but I run. I don't run them at a low uh, impedance, so I'm only wired at like 0.67, so it's not crazy for a base 30k. Um, okay. And they stay pretty cool. Um, and I had some issues that run. I had uh, my back two subs were wired. Dual, they were reconed, dual two instead of dual one. So they uh -huh. were like a. So I have three subs per amp, and it was throwing the, the amps off, and they were like not liking it. So we got those fixed. Uh, everything's dual one. Everything's happy now, and uh, it's much much louder. So we should be in the fifty nines. I think pretty solid. Okay. Uh, so, uh, Anthony Willis says, what's up, Chris? We got Dave Bradshaw checking in over here. We got Manny. We got SQ Sounds. They're from Bridgetown Barbados. They ch chime in, watch every week. Um, you know, they're trying to get some stuff going, uh, out there in Bridgetown. They're going to bring, um, in the Barbadian area, they're going to try and bring DB drag out there. And, um, I believe they're they're really really interested in stuff like the cyclone the top dog and the base race you know uh db drag is cool but it's um you know what's um the most entertaining to people spectating and whatnot is usually as jeffrey mentioned uh base race top dog um cyclone cyclone's awesome uh, you open your driver door and play as loud as you can as low as you can i mean yeah. is that not a demo guy's dream yeah, uh, we just need a uh, bonus points to go lower frequencies this year. Below below twenty hertz. Yeah, uh, we actually discussed that a little bit, and we haven't came to a. I mean, we obviously didn't decide to do it, but that um, you're not the only one who's asked to go below. Right. Uh, how how low do you want to go? I mean, uh, so so like on a burp, like at twenty hertz, I can do like a sixty-two something, sixty-three. Yeah. Okay. Um, like. Uh, at 15 hertz, I can do like a 59 or a 60. So um, wow. it might be, I haven't tried a minute for 15 hertz straight, but if I could hold like 57 or 58 at 15 for a minute straight. I'd so probably... is, is, is that why they call you Mr. 15 hertz? Yeah. So when I originally built it, built it, it was stock cabin. Uh, and I burped like a f on, on the 312 case before, you know, I was only clamping like not much power and i did a 58 something at 15 hertz yeah, and that just kind of yeah, and it just kind of caught on and i was doing like a 50 55 at like 10 so i mean it's just kind of my friend called me that and it was like cool let's let's run kind of stuck huh it, it yeah. just stuck right <laughs> yeah yeah uh, that's, that's how good the good nicknames are uh are come up with <laughs> yeah somebody for some friend calls you and it just sticks right right um so back in the days, back, I don't know, 2002, 2003, I was building a 56 Catalina. Mm -hmm. um, this is before people were doing fourth orders and stuff like that. So I was actually working on a ported horn inside the vehicle. Um, that car had, I mean, it's the same size as a, as a Cadillac, right? So imagine a 58 Cadillac. So it's I mean, just a monster vehicle, right? Um, and, uh, yeah, the first time I burped it, my peak was 19 hertz <laughs> i said whoa um i think i need to change my volumes <laughs> yeah and nobody, so, nobody heard of that back then you know yeah no it was totally unique uh, and i was doing like a 149 but i was only running 3000 watts total power yeah. right on 212s um just because i was playing with it trying to fine tune it and then after that then i was going to build it right so I was just trying to tune it and figure out what I want to do. Um, and every time I changed the tuning and I gained one frequency, so it, I would gain like one to one and a half dB. Um, I peaked it out at, I think I was running around like 2,900 watts is what I calculated, uh, you know, with uh, some amp meters and you know all that stuff back in the day. Um, but I think I maxed it out at like a 156 at just under 3,000 watts. So, so not too bad. I mean, especially for that time frame, right? So, yeah. um, you know, because that was the baddest amps out there. I had a couple of fifteen hundred watts running. I think I oh. had six twelves. You yeah, know? <laughs> I I competed in two thousand, two thousand one and two thousand two. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, so what did you compete in then? Uh, back then, I think it was USAC, 
in Houston. Okay. So, and we were doing, I had two 15s and I, I was all MA audio sponsored by MA audio back then. Mm-hmm. And I had the 2,500 watt hardcore amp and, um, two 15s. I was doing a 53 one. So right. and it was an, a Honda Accord. You know, nothing <laughs> crazy. Off. No, no, it was in the trunk. Oh, yeah. Damn good so. under good number. Uh, that was on the stick mics, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I don't, probably like a forty-six or forty-seven. Maybe. Yeah, usually about seven dB difference between yeah. the stick mics and the current ones. But yeah. you, you also have to understand the time frame and the knowledge people had back then versus the amount yeah. of knowledge we have now is just astronomical difference. Yeah, it was crazy. I mean, it was a sealed box too, so I had a lot of. I didn't know back then, you know, like <laughs> how to build a ported box or right a fourth order or sixth order or anything. Like so, it's just like build this sealed box and. It was loud, and we were like, let's go to shows. Let's have fun. Yep. And, yeah, so we did. All right. So, uh, you know, I, I kind of teased this whole thing with uh, we're going to talk about box design and whatnot. Um, what are you willing to share with us in box design or, you know, some mistakes you see people make or, um, you know, because uh, your whole thing is windy and let's do demos. Let's do hair tricks. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's blow people's clothes off if we can, right? I've done that too, yeah. See, <laughs> it's, so on, cool, it's on my TikTok if you want to see it. All right, it. <laughs> Jeffrey wants to see it. Yeah, um, so, so tell us, viewers. yeah, <laughs> Jeffrey, will, Jeffrey will endure the viewership of it and let us know how it worked I'll, out. I'll report. I'll report back. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, tell us, you know, like I said, some of the um, issues, mistakes, whatever you see people making when they're building these wind machines? Um, typically, uh, people put a lot of cone area, which is great. Um, but their port area is the main factor. Like they're usually way off on port area and they're way off on rear chamber size, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And I say in my opinion, because six, I only design sixth orders. That's all I do. I specialize in sixth orders. Um, and in my opinion, I say that because there's other six order designers that design differently than I do, and they still get pretty good results, you know? So I'm not saying the way I do it is the only way to do it, but uh, the way I do it has given me success and um, it's consistent. So um, I, I do very small reports, um, probably smaller than you would guess if, if you had to guess at report size. Um, and that's why I think that I get a lot of cone control. Uh, I can play 10 hertz, uh, full tilt, door open. Um, you know, I don't have to seal the side up or anything. It's just, I don't lose cone control at all. And uh, I think that comes from having a smaller rear port and smaller rear chambers. Yes. Um, but at the cost of efficiency, right? So, Correct. I mean, so um, I think that if I was going for numbers specifically, I wouldn't really design this way. But um, for demos, it's great, you know, so. Okay. So, um, so when I was designing boxes and building boxes, DB drag style, mm-hmm. um, the big thing was your cone area versus your port area had to be fairly comparable, mm-hmm. right? So you're saying you might do 30% of your cone area or something like that. I actually don't even calculate it off cone area. I do it off a rear cubic space, like the rear volume. So like when I design a sixth order, I design rear chamber volume okay. first. Then I design the rear port based on that volume and tuning to where I want to tune it and then go from there. Um, but yeah, so I don't really let cone area come into play too often. Like it's not a big deal um, mm-hmm. for, for me. Uh, like my 621s is like what, 2,070 something square inches of cone area. It's quite a bit okay. of cone area. And I have just around six square inches of uh, port per cube. So, and that's, that's on the high end of what I would design. So really, yeah. So, so you're really, um, so you're using the smaller ported chamber part versus your big ported chamber in the front. So your smart, smaller ported chamber, that's your cone control, Mm -hmm. uh, your cooling, that kind of stuff. Right. Right. Yeah. So I typically have like some numbers I like to hit when I'm designing, like I want these numbers to be in a certain range. Mm-hmm. And and if I hit those ranges and I hit the tunings that I want, you know, it tends to work out pretty well. Do you like so, to share those or is that kind of a trade secret for you? Either uh, way? I mean, we could talk a little bit about it. I mean, I, I've done a, 
I just did a 218 sixth order in a, a, a Honda Civic, mm-hmm. like a two, two door or four door, I think it is. I don't know. The guy, in, it's in California. You might have seen it. It's Julio's. Uh, uh, team Send It Julio? Yeah. Uh, he doesn't have a windshield. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's it's uh, uh, duct tape or something, right? Yes, it yeah. was. It, you, you, you could have saw him on my live podcast from oh, this yeah. weekend's I event. I saw the video. Yes. Yeah. So he, that's a design I did um, okay. for, for him. And they're doing great numbers. I mean, um, I think they've done a 59 in the kick uh, on oh, 218s, okay. uh, which is great. Great for 218s. Um, mm-hmm. um, and it's a smaller report. Like I always design, I think it's five and a half square inches per cube. Okay. So, um, I, I, you know, there's people like if I give away, like I say, Hey, just do five and a half square inches per report, you know, like they're going to be like, okay, I know how to design a sixth and just go at it. But, uh, <laughs> no. it, it there's a lot that goes into it, you know, like, uh, yep. you know, it's not just rear chamber volume and rear port size. It's, you know, sub placement and it's the orientation and, mm-hmm. um, you know, how, how, how much depth you have and how to develop the wave. And there's certain things that go into sixth order design. It's like, that's why people pay me to do it. Right. So yes, if people could just throw some numbers at it and it would work, it just, people wouldn't pay you to do it, you know? So. Absolutely. Yeah. I've, um, I started with six order. I personally, uh, expanded into ported horns. I was mm-hmm. doing horns, you know, rear loaded horns and stuff like that. Uh, where you're trying to couple the front of this driver with the wave coming out of the port and right. stuff like that. Um, but, you know, I'm way past that part of my career now. Now I just judge shows. I don't design yeah. stuff anymore. Um, yeah. We actually did a show a while ago where I actually brought out my book and I was showing people some of my ported designs that were, des- you know, because I kept a record of all, everything I designed and its results, right. you know, uh, just so as a general idea you know i can literally hand somebody a piece of paper yeah this one should do about this your car is going to vary slightly you know you might have to change some stuff up but in general this is what this design is is meant for right yeah people ask me all the time when they get a design they're like what kind of numbers should i expect and i'm like i really hate telling you because <laughs> it's like there's so many variables right like well, right. usac or db drag or mecca right one of them's on yeah. the headrest Spencer one's in the placement. kit yeah One's or on the a, windshield. One's in the middle of the windshield, right? It depends on cabin volume too. Yeah. Like any, any cabin work that they've done, or like yep. if their firewalls ripped. You know, who knows what's <laughs> going on with their car? Like, it, it's there's a lot of factors that go into play. And if I tell you, like, hey, this design should do a sixty. You'll know at twenty five hertz. Like, that's just nobody should be able to tell people that. Like, it's <laughs> there's too much going on. Like, it's just like I guarantee it'll perform. Yeah. And uh, and what the numbers come second. You know, so mm. I don't think anyone comes to me for a design like wanting to to win finals at DB Drag, like okay. unless they're unless they're going in Cyclone, mm. uh, then they come to me. Like uh, you might know Adrian's uh, build from California too. Uh, he actually texted me and said, "Wait till you." No, actually, he showed up at the show and said, mm. "Wait till you see my build. It's coming next year." Yeah, so. I'm doing his design too. Yeah, the next yeah. one. But I did the one before too, the the six eighteen last uh, year's so, so to be honest with you i know you haven't seen our show before but um me as a judge i yeah. try not to remember anybody's anything mm-hmm. because that way when i do look inside their vehicle i'm hopefully looking with fresh eyes right, right? i don't remember um i could tell you that um julio i call him julio over here mm-hmm. um i know he's got a wall i couldn't tell yeah. you if he has 10 speakers in that wall four or three or one mm-hmm. i couldn't tell you i couldn't tell you how many amps he has i couldn't tell you even what brand he runs um i know he has team send it sticker on his windshield um i mean him and the other 70 people at the show are all team send it anyway right, right. so <laughs> that's california yeah. <clears throat> so anyway um with uh just like i said other than that i couldn't tell you anything about julio's build and for that reason, if somebody were to call me and say, hey, uh, you've been judging this guy's build, what's he doing? Dude, there's no way I could tell you, and I wouldn't have to lie to you because I don't pay that attention, right? I'm looking everything in front of the B-pillar, for DB drag, right? right? Everything in front of the B-pillar is everything where it needs to be. Um, how many conductors do they have to have in certain classes? 
Um, other than that, most of it is almost nothing. You know, I, I don't pay much attention to their vehicles because it's none of my business and right. I don't need to know. So, um, so, uh, speaking of which are, uh, you told me, uh, in the back backstage that you go to the sky high. Uh, are there any other shows that you always attend or. Yeah, we attend, uh, um, showdown in Vegas. Okay. CES yeah. showdown, but they're doing it, calling it something else now. It's just showdown now. And I think we did it with SEMA this yeah, year. It, yeah. It changed to SEMA. Yeah. Yeah. So we, we won, I've won best demo, uh, two years running now. So, okay. um, that was like what I built the Suburban for the first year. It was like to go to CES showdown and win best demo. And we did that. And then we are like COVID canceled the one after that. And then 2020, then we went to 2021. Uh, but we, we won again, um, uh, which was like, I don't think anybody's ever done it twice. So I, uh, it's really, uh, that was my, my goal for the, the truck and, you know, it did it and it made me really happy. And so we got plans for the truck, you know, to, you know, maybe we can fit eight twenty ones. We'll see. <laughs> um, so, so you got, uh, SEMA showdown um sky high do you attend yeah. that every year uh sky high has been for the last few years yeah we've okay gone to every, every one of them and then we go to a lot of idaho shows um okay we go to all the utah shows and then sometimes we're down in arizona um and then some in colorado but yeah so you attend the booming audio shows with andy yeah. tusha mm -hmm. right the yeah. other half oh. of booming yep. yeah yeah he always has good shows so Got to go to those. No, awesome. That's great. Um, you know, we like on this show, we like to encourage people to attend um, the shows. I, even if uh, at first they are just coming to watch, you know, come get some demos. Come mm -hmm. and meet some of these people. Uh, you find out that most of these guys are super helpful. Um, right. And, you know, they want you to be there. They're there to show off their vehicles. They're there to help you. Uh, and people, you know, once they get out there, so I had two new people helping me this week in the, uh, at the show. Uh, I had a new person running the computer for me and I had a new person helping me place, um, uh, the, the clamps. Like, yeah. Yeah. Clamps. yeah. I had somebody help me do the clamps and both of them. I says, I know you guys have expectations of what this is, blah, blah, blah. And I always ask them at the end. So is that what you thought it was? And every single time. No, it was actually pretty cool. And the, and what they see that's cool about it is guys like Chris and other competitors, um, you know, uh, Julio and them, they have so much pride in what they're doing and while they're there. I mean, it, there's no bad, you know, there's no ill feelings really at those shows. And it's more of, look what I did. And everybody's going, Dude, that's awesome what you did. Even if you have like two tens in your trunk. Hey, that's a great start. Let's get you into one of the, and then, you know, after a couple of years, they turn into what's behind Chris right there. Yep. Yep. I see. Like I went, I went to uh, my first show in Utah with a single 12 on a JL 1000 and uh, did street stock 1000 class, you know, mm -hmm. and uh, within a year I had this built, you know, so yeah. <laughs> um, I'm a little crazy and I, I'm a, I have an addictive personality. So if I'm into something, I'm into it all the way. So, yes, sir. Uh, um, actually the, uh, world record holder for demo, uh, cyclone is in the chat right now. Jose Ramos. He yeah. has the wall class and the no wall class, you know, him and his dad. So yeah. well, Jose and I went back and forth, uh, was it a year ago or two years ago? He had the record and then I beat his record and then he took it back. Oh, okay. Uh, and then I haven't, I haven't post posted a number since, but, uh, yeah, I think, you know, Jose's build is awesome. Uh, I love his build and he's always pushing me to push mine a little bit further. So, yeah. Yep. Uh, he, Jose just said he started off with some eights. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we all start somewhere, right? What did we you start with? Start Where'd you start with Jeff? Oh man. I had, I think I had like four JLs at a false floor in my little, 93 Toyota Corolla, which I actually took the finals for my first year. And dude, I got 13th place at finals. At first, out of 15. You know, I, <laughs> yeah, I think it was out of 15. But you know, when I first uh, qualified, it was like, 
it was like seventh. And then as people were qualifying, it kept dropping and dropping and dropping. And I was like, <laughs> hey, but yeah, you're right. Everybody got to start off somewhere, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, Jose Ramos hitting the, uh, hitting the chat because he can take it right now. I won't be able to be back in the lanes for a while. Um, um uh, he was at the show this weekend, and yeah, he he's one car is broken and the other car is torn down, so he doesn't have anything he can bring out. Um, you know, I had the the new lady help me on the computer, and because of that it, she's female and it's her first show, obviously we have to do a hair trick, right? So I was hoping Jose would show up and be able to do a, a cool hair trick with her. Uh, we ended up getting Jeff Schultz, who's actually part of uh, he he's part of uh, Team Send It. Obviously, you know everybody is. Um, I kept making reference to that a couple of times at the show. Uh, Dave didn't even compete, but no, it was awesome. Uh, so she did it. Um, she was like, "That was actually really cool." <laughs> and uh you know that's that's why we build our systems because girls think they're really cool huh <laughs> yeah not really <laughs> not really especially <laughs> wives and girlfriends no my wife's never gotten into suburban not once not even once no she won't even do a hair trick like she hates it she just hates it huh no it's <laughs> it's just uh yeah just a waste of time and money really for yeah. her so, so does uh, she make you, or do you have to send uh, your brand new stereo stuff that you buy? Have to send it to work instead of showing up at your house. <laughs> yeah, I don't really buy anything, so. Oh, okay. It, that's why uh, you know Jones Silver for Solutions. That's my uh, local shop here, and they just they they take care of me. You know, oh. so yeah, that is so, super helpful. Yeah, they uh, they've been really good. Uh, they they provide pretty much everything, and. Uh, you know, I go out with them and demo for them and promote the brand as much as I can. Yeah. And uh, I think everybody starts with, you know, buying your own stuff. And then, mm -hmm. you know, once you start getting noticed and you start doing all the shows, you know, you get uh, people sponsoring you. Like my last few years, I never owned a subwoofer, never owned an amplifier, you know, either they were on loan or I, you know, borrow them from uh, from the companies and, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. Yep. But the key so is... You were right, Jeffrey. You did not own those, so you couldn't sell those, which is a big <laughs> right. problem, and that's right. part of the reason exactly. we don't get as much sponsorship, sponsorship from, right. from uh, manufacturers anymore is because, you know, not, not you, obviously, but other people would uh, take that stuff on loan or um, giving it at, you know, for demo purposes, and mm -hmm. next thing you know, you find it on eBay or something. Yeah, I mean, kinda, it kind of makes sense, too. You know, you, you buy a product, and then maybe two, three years down the line, it becomes obsolete. So it yep. kind of makes sense to, you know, not really own the equipment, you know. And, and a lot of these uh, companies, you know, maybe if, if you approach them in a way where, hey, you know, I want to use your equipment, you know, at the end of the year, you know, I can give them back to you or whatever you want to do with them. You can, you know, let me have them if you want. Yeah. Um, then they'll be more inclined to, you know, I mean, from my past experiences. So. Yeah. so so if you guys that are watching or listening to this back on the podcast, uh, you want to go back, listen to the send down uh, with Jacob Fuller and also listen to the one with uh, Nick, um, Nick Wright with Incriminator. And we actually talked about um, sponsorships and how to go about getting one. Uh, ultimately, it, as a business, it's what can you do for my business? And if yeah. you don't have anything to offer them other than saying, well, I'm building the best thing that's ever. If you don't have something to back up that you're saying that, hey, I'm going to build this, um, your word doesn't mean anything until you've proven yourself. I mean, like Chris here, uh, tell yeah. us about your YouTube channel and your Twitter and all that stuff, Chris. I don't I don't have a Twitter. I do TikTok and uh, YouTube. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So TikTok and YouTube is mainly my two social medias, Facebook as well, but um post my, my videos on tiktok a lot and uh mr 15 hertz if you want to go follow me on either one of those okay um, but yeah i mean um i don't have a lot of subscribers on youtube i got more on tiktok so i end up posting more on there so okay so what what kind of subscribers do you have on tiktok and i'm only uh 5700 or so 5700 that's not too bad um yeah. but but the thing is is for for your sponsor We'll call them right for lack of yeah. a better term. So your local shop, whatever that helps you with this. The cool thing is, 
is you come and you demo that product for them. Right. And they didn't have to spend the time to build that demo vehicle. Well, they, they did build it. Oh, did me. they? I, I built it with them. Yeah. Yeah. The but yeah, um, they did have hands on it. Yeah. And so um, a lot of the work is done by those guys at JSS as well. So um, I do, I probably had, you know, half the work on the, like the steel cage and like the enclosure and the sanding and all that stuff, but they do all the finishing work, like, you know, the amplifier yeah. installs and the wiring and the, and the, you know, all that to make it look pretty, you know, yeah. it doesn't really look in the pictures cause I haven't cleaned it, but it, it looks really <laughs> nice in person and, and it performs like, like a beast. So those guys do really good work over there. So. All right. No, that that's cool. And where are they located at? Um, they're in uh, Sunset, Utah, just Sunset. just uh, just north of Salt Lake. Okay. So that's I mean, you know, so you, so you do the box design, the box build, and then they do the pretty stuff. Yeah, they, they'll do a lot of the uh, they do the fab work. You know. Okay. So, <laughs> um, I do a lot of them. So I'm a metalworking guy myself. So I do a lot of the metalwork, like welding and and. I'm doing a Tahoe right now that's uh, all steel. So the enclosure's uh, steel cage with steel sheet wall, steel uh, mm -hmm. dash, steel roof, steel floor, steel doors. Wow. Uh, it's it's all steel, and uh, uh, that's that's in the works right now. So. So will it reverberate too much with just the steel, or do you have to line it with wood too, or? Um, the so the baffle will be steel uh, with one layer of wood. So that's okay. supposed to like help the tinginess, the right. tinginess of, of the metal. Um, and I got that from Nathan Milliard. I don't know if you know him, Nathan, no, a DD, DD tank. Uh, he, he told me that he had an all steel uh, and he said it just had a weird tone. Yes. So, uh, so I took his advice and we're going to do a, a, a layer of wood in the baffle. Um, that's the only wood that'll be in the whole vehicle though. So, okay. So we're, it's we're hoping be your for, specialty. yeah, we're hoping for like a, like a 165, 66 at 20. Um, and what are you building it for? Anything specific uh, for a class, uh, for an organization or anything? No, it's all demos. Okay. Uh, like the, 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 the side wall of the enclosure, the steel wall uh -huh. goes to the roof and it goes all the way to the A-pillar, like to the windshield. So there's no passenger door like opening. Okay. It's just a, it's just a steel wall the whole way. Um, so it's not really legal uh, in anything. So... Yep. No, that that would be not legal in DB drag for even extreme class because you yeah. gotta have functioning doors. Yeah. So like my mine, I've learned from my build that like I had doors bolted shut. Yep. And so I broke all the bolts and I end up fixing the door constantly. And I'm tired of doing that. So I was like, let's just bypass the door. Yeah. And and uh, not have to worry about it. And, and my guess is the door, the bolts that you broke were on the passenger side. Yes, door. yeah, that's where we keep it sealed, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then so, so I re I rewelded it all and I belt, bolted it back shut for showdown this year, and then I welded the door shut from the outside, and it broke the bolts again and the welds. I'm like, I, I don't know what to do, you know, like it's just <laughs> I I don't know uh, maybe I need twice as many bolts. I don't know. Uh, so we'll uh, you might want to talk to Alan Dante. He's a specialist in making passenger doors that don't break. Yeah, I, I put I've steel caged it inside and I put 16 pound foam in it and bolted it shut and it just doesn't like life. Yeah. So, I mean, when you're you're doing high 50s at like you know yeah 13 hertz, it, that door is just. Well, well, he's doing 85. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. <laughs> I know Alan, Alan's and, crazy. Yeah, <laughs> and, and he actually pressurizes it to that door. Yeah. So so that might it might be a guy to reach out to and uh, talk to him about about how he does his door, right? That And that's part of what uh, we do in this uh, car audio community is, hey, we reach out to people and maybe they've had the same problem and hopefully we can help, you know, help fix what the issue is. You know, they, they're, you know, in, in general, most of the guys are pretty damn helpful. Yeah, I haven't talked to Alan personally, but I know that Jason, the owner of Jones Silver Solutions has, and um, we've tried some of his amplifiers that he uses as well. Um, okay. Yeah, so we were talking to him a little bit last year. So. <laughs> Lucky McGovern, my ex-host, uh, he <laughs> says, "I know all about ripping welds." So he he was he was uh, big into demos. I don't know if you are you know Lucky. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and he just he kept ripping his roof right. on his Tahoes. I mean, just destroyed those things. 
and he he'd like he's like it's it's not as loud and go up <laughs> on the roof and there'd be a freaking you know he'd hit the bass and eh, 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 and just separate yeah yeah, yeah. so now he all knows about that his back door his back hatch i mean countless times did he uh you know reinforce that back hatch from right. shredding that's why I don't, I don't build no walls anymore they just break everything so. <laughs> they are breakers yeah you gotta, gotta reinforce everything yeah it's, i like the b pillar walls because you only have to fix the cabin in front that's it you know so yeah my, my car actually i have a 74 trans am it got picked up uh on friday and that one's going to be a full trunk build um i got 2000 watts going in it two tens uh and i'm pretty decent at telling what the number is going to be just because i can do the math and it i mean it's nothing going to be spectacular but it should peak around 31 hertz at like a 147 out of the trunk of a 1974 trans am i'm totally good with that yeah know? anything in the high 40s is loud man that's for daily too it's like yeah, yeah. well that car's not exactly daily it's got 480 horses to the wheels um yeah. and it almost gets a couple of gallons to the mile <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah that was like uh my first year at sky high i went with my volt my chevrolet volt um mm. and i had i had it b pillar wall with two 15s and a sixth order and everybody's like it's crazy you got a wall in an electric car like <laughs> so well, you have to protect the batteries right somehow yeah, yeah. so uh, that was a fun build. I mean, we, we were doing, I think, uh, did like 53 something at 17 hertz. So there you go. On 215s, it was doing pretty good. So, so uh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Jeffrey. Oh, well, uh, speaking of cars, um, I mean, what what would be your dream car to work on to put a, a big system in? Um, you, I want, want, you want like a, what are those, uh, what are those bank bank cars? Uh, armored uh, vehicle. Armored vehicle. You want something like that? Like the old Boss Audio one? Yeah. So I have I have a couple of like like bucket list builds I want to do. Oh, I have okay, there you go. I have uh, one I want to do a Crown Vic. Um, hey, we uh, have a lot of Crown Vic fans out here. Yeah. I will tell you that. And uh, the reason I want to do it is because I want to put nine fifteens in a sixth order, and people are like, "That's impossible in a Crown Vic." I just want to show them that I can do it. And uh, <laughs> that one I want to do, and then I would like to do like I'm kind of been looking at like buses like short buses like uh like oh, passenger okay. buses like yeah oh more like a airport shuttle bus type thing yeah like one of those yes. yeah. uh-huh yeah um i think that'd be cool those doors so, don't seal very well though i don't the want little double seal. doors yeah i want to oh. leave those open and leave oh, that, okay like, as, as the yeah. front port so yeah it'd just be windy right out the front you just come walk by the bus and get your hat blown off and like <laughs> it that'd be fun for me so yeah I, both like of those would be bucket list for me um mm -hmm. But you know that the the bus would be a lot more money, right? So yeah, like, I mean, because the bigger the cabin and the bigger the vehicle, we have to put like a lot more woofers and a lot more power and a lot more everything. So, mm -hmm. but what, I would love to do the nine fifteens on the Crown Vic uh, one day. So. Well, with that, um, with the shuttle bus, you can get one of those with the small van front end, mm -hmm. and it would yeah. limit your cabin space. Um, but with, good lord, a lot of rear space yeah. to do whatever i mean you could build a, a horn back there not just a six you can do a six order horn right with yeah. the amount of space that you would have behind that yeah we'd have to figure out um what you know what sulfurs we want to use and well we, we'd always use jss i mean that's just who i use but mm -hmm. um what size and how many and you know stuff like that but yeah it, it might be advantageous to go down to tens or something at that point to you know to fill the space appropriately you know see that's another like when you talked about earlier about people making mistakes uh -huh. uh, that's one of the mistakes i see a lot is people put like when you have so many subwoofers you get a lot of cancellation so that's why that's why like i does it i rather use bigger subwoofers and use less of them um, okay. and that's what um, i get less cancellation that way and mm -hmm. a little bit more efficient um so like instead of doing like 50 tens mm -hmm. i'd rather do like you know 12 18s you know what i mean and have the same cone area yeah. you know but um no. there's a, there's something to be said about motor force too though and cooling and how many coils you have so it's like it's a trade-off right like there's a mm -hmm. there's like a balance between the two like you really gotta figure all that out 
So. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, we've talked about this multiple times on here also is uh, we, uh, Nathan Munson and I, um, we went through and we're trying to prove a point that all these extreme vehicles, um, they were doing it with a ton of subwoofers and we brought it down to a single 10 inch subwoofer and we're trying to hit 170 at the time. Mm-hmm. Nathan beat me to it, but I mean, it, it was a, it was a proof of the fact that it's you know these all these extra subwoofers you have are canceling each other out so if you can make that one subwoofer super efficient it was going to shine just as well as multiples because you don't have to worry about cancellation right and you can focus the wave and that kind of thing yeah those extreme vehicles are next level i've never got into one like i'm not saying i haven't got in one but i haven't started like looking into how to design one or build one Mm -hmm. but i know that there's guys like scott van ripper i think his name is yep he's one of the ones i'm talking to still yeah he says he does like a 60 on head unit power you know like yeah (laughs) uh, it's it's just to me that's nuts you know i'm doing a 60 you know it takes me like fifteen thousand watts you know but um it's just uh those vehicles are built for that specific purpose and yes well they got that center console and you know that little area yeah, that's some, side, so. something I want to learn more about too. Yeah, there's the, yeah, the yeah. focusing the wave with the center console, and mm-hmm. yeah. I haven't learned, I haven't got into all that yet. You know, so there's a lot for me to learn. So I learn every day. So uh, mm-hmm. just a little hint: the width and the height of that center console becomes its own port. Yeah, just saying. I mean, it makes sense because it just carries that wave forward that's and over. Yeah, so I mean, it just, it's it's like thousands of hours of testing and tuning to get that right. You know, so. Oh yeah, <laughs> no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. Um, so if, if people were to go to your TikTok or your YouTube, uh, what are they looking for? What's the name of it, and what and what are they going to see mostly on there? Uh, it's Mister Fifteen Hertz, and that's so, yeah. yeah. You're going to see basically just a lot of violence. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's it's uh, things moving like not the like so the the I built the cabin recently. It's all steel now. Mm-hmm. So it's uh it doesn't move, so it made it look less violent, but everything else like on your person moves, like your hat, your shirt, your glasses, all that stuff gets ripped off. Um, so it's it's kind of there's a lot of videos of people with like hats on that'll get just tossed out the window like 20 feet, or like a girl standing next to the vehicle and their hair gets blown or their eyelashes like they fake eyelashes <laughs> almost get ripped off, uh, stuff like that. So do you have any Scoby videos? I don't actually. He has never gotten in my vehicle. You got to get a Scobie face video. Yeah, I'm kind of jealous about all the whenever I see him, like in the Alpha Blazer, or like you know yeah. all those older videos. Like, he, yeah, yeah. I do. I did release a video recently of me playing higher frequencies because people uh-huh. were always like, "Oh, you're Mr. Fifteen's all you can do is play his lows," and then so people at the last show of Showdown were like, hey, "Give me some highs," and I was like, "Okay." So I played him like 40 hertz, which is my high note, but right. Uh, and it only does like a. 65 ish at 40 hertz uh-huh. which which is still pretty yeah you know, still enough. a number yeah still enough to like hurt people and mm-hmm. so i have a video i posted of people tapping out and getting hurt and choking and uh, all yeah. that stuff so uh, i don't know why people like that but uh, <laughs> if they get in and they say play a high note i'll play them a high note you know but i didn't build it for that so yeah that's that's somebody that doesn't understand nodes and coupling and octaves and all that you know because yeah. if you're tuned at 20 hertz, you're also tuned at 40 hertz, right? Yeah. So um, you're, and that's more of, and what you're tuned to is when the woofers are at their most efficient. That's right. all the tuning is. Yeah, for those people that don't know and don't understand, is um, when you're tuning a box or whatever, you're tuning the box when it plays at whatever frequency you're tuned at, it's going to be at its most efficient. Right. So not that it's going to be the loudest. Not that it's going to be whatever. It's just going to be moving at its most efficient, um, the most efficient it can move with the power provided and the box provided. So um, what else? There was something else I was going to ask you real quick. Oh, so do you go to Surf City? That's a, I haven't done that one. And it's been one that I contemplate every year. And I'm just, I look at, and I pull up the maps and I'm like, yeah, that's a drive, you know, because you, you drive th- yours, right? Well, I don't, I, I trailer it. Oh, but, okay. 
um, it's still like trailering things. You don't, it's not that fun, you know? <laughs> so especially when you're doing like, I don't know, from here to Surf City would be, I don't know, 15, 15 hours. hours. Yeah. It's like, uh, that's just not fun, you know? Um, and I make it the trip, you know, I trailer it to Vegas, which is like seven. And that's like already not fun for me. So um, I do want to make Slamology this year. I try, I'm, I want to try for Slam. Um, okay. That's a I'm, lot longer than 15 hours. Yeah. So that, that's going to be something where I'm, I'm working with sponsors to like uh, freight the okay. uh, suburban out and I fly out there. Uh, um, talk to Gary Killian. He specializes in that kind of stuff. Yeah, that'd and, be nice. And he's definitely a, I mean, he's, he's going to charge you a rate obviously, but yeah. he's usually more realistic or can at least get a realistic rate for moving vehicles. We're also going to talk to Gary Killian about getting a bunch of vehicles from California, which Jeffrey's, uh, knows, you know, pretty well. Uh, it's so much easier to pay a transport to have your vehicle taken to world finals yeah. and then taken back. Uh, right. Than you trying to transport it yourself. Get a group of people that's you know wanting to go along, and they'll mm -hmm. usually work the price a little bit cheaper. Yeah, per vehicle. Right. Yeah. So we were we were talking about it um, last, I think twenty nineteen or twenty twenty before okay. COVID. Before COVID, and uh, Teramps was actually going to pay for it um, for me, but nice. then COVID COVID canceled that that year Slamology, and then so. I'm going to talk to them again this year and see what they want to do for me. If they want to help out again this year, maybe um, I, I wouldn't be opposed to, to, to paying for my own plane ticket and flying out there and paying for my own hotel and stuff. It's just, I don't want to pay, you know, that three or $4,000 to get the truck there and back. Yeah. yeah. You, you need to get uh, Jason a cover with that Bitcoin money he got. Oh yeah. Jason. <laughs> yeah. He's, he can he's... cover that. No problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, uh, we are running up on just about the hour, and we can still talk about our shows and whatnot. Um, uh, Jeffrey, you want to hit him with the la with the our question we ask everybody at the end? Okay, uh, Chris. Yes, so, sir. what is your definition your definition of a base head? Um, to me, it's anyone that like finds base to be therapy. Like mm, anyone, okay. yeah, it's, it's anyone that like gets in their car and like wants to turn it up really loud and just forget about everything, you know, um, that's, that's what I see, you know, that's what I did. And that's what I like to do, you know, get in the car, turn it up really loud, just let blow my shirt around and give me goosebumps. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, just, um, it's just somebody that, you know, that's into it that much, you know, I can't go without it. So yeah. Kind of sewer. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's awesome. Um, Jeff, uh, Jeffrey, I'm going to talk about my show real quick. So sure. we had 22 unique entries into that show. So uh, that put a $110, I think, into the uh, West Coast Finale Prize Fund. I think you've actually competed at one where we gave out some cash, right? Yeah, Were you as a I've judge or a competitor or both? Uh, both, both. Yeah, I was a competitor at first and uh, judging. Um, you know, I thought it was cool, too. Um, Maybe the shows that I'm doing uh, SoCal, we can start it up again. Uh, if they want to do that, but we are only going to have one location for it. Right. Um, it will be up right. north. Uh, we're doing a five-show minimum requirement, 50 points. Uh, whether they be your shows, my shows, it doesn't matter as long as they participate. Um, and you, as the judge, know the rules as far as uh, how that all goes down. Um, but yeah, so we had 22 unique competitors at the event, which is awesome. Uh, you guys bring out your friends. Um, as Wayne said before, right? Everybody brings one friend with them to every show. We double every time. We double our participation. Uh, we get to share with everybody our love for the car audio world, our love for bass. Um, and, and we truly are a culture, a culture within itself. And, and we're not just car audio culture. We're car, uh, car guys. Um, it's, you know, it, it doesn't limit itself just to the stereo inside we can appreciate somebody that just built a 1956 um, a 1956 Chevy right we can appreciate because we know the 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 time and the love that went into building that car because we got that same thing in our stereos and they it reciprocated back to us 
Oh, I mean, that that's they can totally not be into stereos at all, but they can look and appreciate what you have invested into that personally and emotionally because it, it this is way more than just a financial investment. I mean, I'm sure Chris can attest yeah. to that. I mean, look where I, look where I got Chris. Yeah. I mean, it, it's it's more than just a financial investment. It's it, it, so emotional. Um, it it consumes your time. It consumes some of your family time. But um, as we had on last week, right, father, son, and, and they turn that into their time when they build cars together. Uh, you know, back in the 70s and the 60s and the 80s, um, a lot of people that were building stuff back then were they were building. They were working on their car with their dad underneath the tree, you know, building a muscle car. Right. Um, for me, I built I've I've done so much car work on on vehicles mechanic wise. I'd never want to work as a mechanic again, but I would never give back that time that I worked with my uncle on that stuff. Um, I'll tell you right now, my uncle's one of the smartest dude, the dumbest, smartest guys I've ever met in the world. Right. He could fix anything with something laying on the ground. Uh, uh, audio uh, auto related. He can doesn't matter where you are. He can fix your car and get you home. But then. That's how he'll fix stuff if he has money and that's how he fixes stuff, you know, if he's got time, he, he always fixes stuff that way. But I learned so much from that guy it has got me out of so many different scrapes. And I, I mean, I would never give that time back. Um, and, and that's what we get with the car audio stuff. Uh, do you have any kids that participate with you, Chris, at all? Or um, My daughter, she's almost 18 now, and she's okay. never really kind of got into it. So Does she come with you, with you to the shows even? No, but my wife does. She goes to all the shows. So Okay. Uh, yeah, so my wife and, and uh, my brother-in-law got into it with me. Okay. Um, that's what I'm building a Tahoe for. Right. And uh, so his wife and my brother-in-law and my wife, we all go travel to all the shows yep. together. So the four of us, it's, it's pretty fun. Yeah, and, it's a good and, way to spend time. And, and exactly like, so it's, it's not about at the shows even. I mean, there's that windshield time that you're spending with your wife and yeah. your brother-in-law and sister-in-law. I mean, those are times that you'll remember. Yeah. And, you know, they're very special and everybody should have those times in their life and, you know, whether you do it through car audio, uh, you know, uh, automotive or some other thing um, for us here, it's the car audio thing. It yeah. absolutely 100 percent is. Yeah, they actually uh, usually go to showdown with me and stuff, but they didn't cool. they just say they didn't have the money this year. So they weren't going to go. And then they, I end up Saturday. I'm demoing. I look over and there he is. And he shows up and I was like super happy, you know, surprised like. It's like it's not the same without him. It's uh, right. that's my that's my buddy, you know. So I uh, was really happy that they ended up making it. And so, yep. all right. Um, anything exciting about yours? Hey, we had a bunch of ties. If you guys want to go back and look at my show from this weekend, I have it on Facebook and YouTube. It's a Lunsford Custom Show, and you can look at the DV Drag brackets, the Base Race brackets, or the Top Dog. I have all the Cyclone runs, runs broke out, so you can see all those runs. Um, so, like I said, I do that with all my events. I do it live, and I leave them up so you guys can go back and look at them. Uh, but, Jeffrey, what anything exciting about your show this weekend, sir? Um, a lot of uh, really good competition and Base Race. Mm -hmm. um, it seems like a lot of guys are coming out. Um, now that uh, you know Rogers putting some money up for the winner, <laughs> <laughs> but um, believe it. Well, I think we had about four four competitors, four or five competitors, and all of them did perfect one twenty nine point nines going oh, into there the you round. Go. So you know, um, it just you know when you start competing, you, you know you you know you're you're doing twenty nine nines, they're doing twenty nine nines, and yep. you know the nerve starts taking over, and then you know you bust out, and, mm -hmm. and that's when it gets fun and. You know the ties, seeing seeing the ties uh, happen as well. Uh, you know that's that's a cool that's a cool thing. So uh, there's there was actually um, uh, a girl, well a, mm -hmm. a woman, uh, Renee Bay is her name. She was actually supporting uh, her husband, I believe, uh, Julius Mike Johnson III. Um, you know at all these events that Julius would attend. You know she 
just kind of caught the bug herself and she started competing and it's her, it's her first year. And I think uh, last event last month, she took first place in the 29.9. Um, she didn't do too good this this past show, but, right. you know, just for her to get out there and kind of, you know, represent, you know, from a, a supporting, I guess, role into, you know, a competitor. That's, that's, that's a cool thing to see. Yeah, uh, seeing it generational like we talked last week. Uh, I had a new competitor, Ben O.J. Stabbins. Uh, <laughs> I loved his last name, so I, I uh, nicknamed him O.J., uh, so Mr. Stabbins there, um, he, uh, <laughs> I just got it. <laughs> uh, okay. Anyway. So he, um, he won 29, nine base race. He beat the West coast champion, uh, Manny, uh, Lord oh, of base. Awesome. Manny beat Lord of base. Manny for 29, nine base race, got in top dog, made it all the way to the end, lost the round, got second place in top dog. He, hey, it was, it was him and, um, was it Jeff? No, it wasn't Jeff. It was another Team Sandy guy, obviously, probably. But anyway, um, it was him and that guy, and whoever won that round ended up winning Top Dog, 40 bucks, and the dog tag and all the other stuff that goes with winning a Top Dog event. So, so but he'll be back, right? He oh, I have a place, feeling so he'll he, be back. He, he's gonna be back. He's gonna be back for sure. Oh yeah, he he was. Uh, we were actually, I was actually talking to him about possibly coming on this show and talking about his his experience as a first time competitor and coming to a show and what he thought. Um, but you know, like I said, it, it's it's totally awesome when we get those opportunities. Um, as a judge, those are the things that are great for me at those shows. You know. Um, I'm sure the same for you, giving them an opportunity oh, yeah. to do it. Um, you know, and then you got Chris down there and, you know, somebody that gets their first hair trick. I mean, those are what you go to the shows for, right, Chris? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's what we do, you know. So I'm trying to it's not just hair tricks, it's like I like hat tricks, you know. Right, right. Eyebrow right. the <laughs> eyebrow tricks go I try beard, to rip Steve beard dude. tricks. <laughs> yeah, if you saw Steve Mead's video uh, that he posted oh. on my my suburban, I tried to rip his beard off, you know. So, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So oh, I thought you were gonna say Steve Mead's video with the uh, eyeball popping, eye popping no, out. I, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That that's I don't know. I don't know if anybody could beat that. <laughs> yeah, St Steve Mead got a, got a demo of the suburban and Sky High, and he made a video of it. So that's the one I was oh. talking about. But oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. So that was cool. I mean, and just meeting people, you know. Yep. Uh, so and then it's just. Uh, like I had posted a video on TikTok about some kids that got a demo and they were probably like, one was like eight, one was like 12 and another, you know, they were just brothers uh -huh. and they all, they all got in and just, you could see the middle kid. He was just smiling so big. Like he just didn't know this thing existed. And he was like, I just, I just turned that kid into a base head, I think. But uh, <laughs> so that's what it's about really just seeing yeah. all those smiles and, and uh, people. And you know, it's, it's funny you say um, that it has to do with, you know, therapy, right. so to speak, you know, for some people. Um, if you do search on YouTube for uh, Dinosaur Jr., their band, um, their whole music video, and, and they, were, they actually came out and, um, and filmed some footage at a, an event I did in San Diego years ago. We showed that. I think, I think you've seen it, right? Yeah. So I guess the music video was about this guy who's trying to escape life, and you know, he finds, finds you know, uh, speakers and you know, all of that, and, and it, it, it just kind of was therapy for him. So, you know, you guys get a chance to check out uh, Dinosaur Jr. on YouTube. I think this, the name of the uh, song is called Pierce the Morning Rain. I'll, I'll, I'll put a link on the, uh, the comments, but uh, it's exactly, you know. He, you'll like that one, Chris. Um, it, yeah, it definitely, like it. you'll be able to, <laughs> to recognize what's going on there. Yes. I'll have to check it out. Yeah. yeah. So, all right, guys. Uh, I want to thank you for uh, participating in today, Chris. You've been a great guest. I appreciate you talking about your, you know, what you do, how they do it. How do people get a hold of you? Uh, TikTok, Facebook, what email, um, phone calls? What is it? So, if you're trying to get a design, uh, I have a Facebook page, Chris Kyle Designs. Um, uh, just Mr. Fifteen Hertz on social media. If you're just looking for videos, um, so that's basically it. Okay. Um, uh, just real quick, uh, what do the designs run? Is there a price or they yeah, uh, individual? No, that's, I only do six orders and I'm a flat rate fee. I'm, I'm very expensive. I'm on the, <laughs> uh, I charge a lot because I, I have a, you know, I, I'm a busy guy and I don't want to do a whole lot of designs. So I try to charge enough to where I don't get overloaded with work. So yeah. I, I'm at 200 bucks a design right now. 
Okay. Um, but um, if you know, and that's why I, I set the price high enough to where if, if people want to go somebody else, that's fine. I don't really care. If you right. want me to do it, you'll pay for it. Um, and and that's just what it is. And I, I don't want to have to do you know a thousand designs a month. You know, I want to do five. Yeah. You know, so yeah. um, that's okay. just. No, that's awesome. I, I appreciate it. I mean, at least now people know what they're getting in for if they're looking for you. Yeah. So mm -hmm. um, anyway, uh, Jeffrey, any shows coming up? I got a show next month. Uh, it's going to be uh, at Crossfire headquarters as well. It's going to be March 19th. It's going to be a Saturday. Hopefully we don't get rained out. <laughs> um, but uh, it's going to be, uh, again, Saturday, March 19th. Be on the lookout at dbdragracing.com. Check it out uh, on the calendar. You can also check it out on Boom Audio Competitions on Facebook. Um, you know, I think we got the event up on Facebook, so make sure to add yourself that you're going. You'll get all the up-to-date uh, information on, on the event and, and all the details and such. So. Okay. Chris, where are they going to see you next? Uh, probably at a local show, um, but they, okay. they'll definitely see me this year at Sky High and um, – Maybe, I don't know, Sky High just posted a date. I haven't looked at it yet, but, um, but yeah, hopefully Sky High and definitely Showdown. So, okay. always I, a show, Showdown. I think uh, we may be having a multi-point DB drag at Sky High again this year. Um, I think it was pretty successful last year. Right. I think John was happy with it and whatnot. So, um, anyway, uh, my next show will be May 7th in Selena. No, Hollister. We'll be in Hollister. Um, doing a, he said it may be a multi-point event, um, which is going to help for you to get your 50 points since, uh, this last show just started. Um, and remember it's, uh, 50 points in whatever format you want to compete in to get the cash and whoever, whatever class has the most people gets the most money at the end of the year. Uh, but this is, uh, this is for the West coast the West finale, coast, West coast finale. Okay. Yes, sir. Um, so anyway. Uh, with all that being said, uh, obviously, I got to go uh, take some people's money at bowling again tonight, uh, as I do <laughs> often. And um, as a matter of fact, I'm going to be on a bowling podcast. We're going to record it on Friday night. We'll see how that goes. I'll let mm. you guys know next week uh, information. I on see it. a lot of like uh, drunk bowling. Yeah, the, we're, we're <laughs> going to be not quite talking about drunk bowling. No. So we're, we're going to be talking about making money bowling. Mm. So, uh, hustling. Yeah, ho hustling hopefully I don't. <laughs> hopefully I don't get uh, known throughout the bowling world. It's bad enough I'm pretty known around here. So, mm. um, but anyway, yeah. So that's what I got going on. I uh, appreciate you guys coming on today. Thank you to my uh, co-host, the uh, very famous Jeffrey, uh, <laughs> doing his thing. Uh, thanks to Chris Kyle coming on and talking about his box designs, where to get a hold of them. Uh, yeah. Somewhere you can check out his videos. Uh, please check out his videos. Uh, if you get a chance, Chris, put a link to him in the chat or something. <laughs> and that way people can find him on the YouTube or that. Uh, Jeffrey, we were supposed to do a giveaway this week. But yes. I could not figure out how I can tell if somebody liked it um, on uh, YouTube. On YouTube. Yes. So we got to figure So we got to mm. make it. So we'll carry Maybe it over to next week. They have to comment. On YouTube comment. okay so they got a comment on YouTube uh, on this or last week's video either one you comment and that'll give you an entry to win a t-shirt and lanyard from Crossfire and we will do that next week since I can see comments so all right all right guys once again thank you for coming in uh, as we always say as lucky used to tell me no hundred dollars is too small if you'd like to support us in the channel you can send it to venmo at sonic fx cash app dollar sign sonic fx it make sure you put it as tip or podcast or something like that and i share that 100 percent with uh mr jeffrey over there so if you guys want to help support the channel that's how you do that this stuff isn't free but and our time you know we it takes us a long time to set this stuff up as jeffrey's been helping me trying to find guests the last couple weeks starting to see it's doesn't just magically happen <laughs> um, we appreciate Chris Kyle for coming on so yes. uh, late in the game. We really appreciate you, sir. Um, but once again, you can catch us on all um, all social media platforms: uh, Sonic FX on Facebook, uh, This Week in Car Audio on YouTube, and anywhere you can get a podcast download. You can always go there and uh, listen to it there. 
If I'm missing something, let me know. I will get it on there. All right, guys, once again, have a great night, and uh, we will see you guys next week, 6 o'clock, California time. As I told Mr. Stefan in Canada, the only time that matters. If you don't know what that is, check my Facebook page, and he's got a little uh, thing for you to tell you where it is. But anyway, um, that's right, got you some time zones. But uh, 6 o'clock Monday nights, uh, we'll be back again this weekend, Car Audio. Have a good night, sir. Let's see, outro. Whoa, whoa.